Hey, welcome back, everybody, to After the Checkers with Kyle Hall. I am Kyle Hall. That guy right there is the number 21, Jimmy Gullickson, who is currently a street stock driver. Uh, but Jim has been a bunch of different things over. Well, I shouldn't say a bunch of things. He's been a super stock driver and he's been a, a street stock driver, but he's kind of interchangeable, kind of goes back and forth a little bit. So we'll uh, we'll get to the bottom of that. First, though, I need to thank uh, Minnesota Truck Headquarters, yourmth.com. And I need to thank ECS, East Central Sports, Mac Johnson and the boys over there. Both of them, big, big supporters of the show. Um, and we'll we'll get to them in a little bit here. But I wanted to thank them up front because sometimes I think people don't watch all the way to the end and they don't hear me thank them. Uh, so thank you to both of those both of those guys for being on board. So how are you, Jim? Welcome to After the Checkers. Thank you, Kyle. Everything's good. Just uh just another day at work and out in the shop. Got kind of a short week this week with uh Ogilvy Racing on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So I'm yeah. excited to get out and get some more racing in. But uh it also turns kind of makes for a short week to get things in order, you know. Get get it, yeah, get it whatever needs to be fixed, fixed and get things yeah, and, and redone. Yeah. Stuff that was putting off and it was evident last uh Sunday, man. And we started up front and just went backwards. And I'm like, oh God, we need to get some stuff, some <laughs> some stuff here and ironed out. So um working on that and just kind of get a restart kind of deal to uh, have some better showings from, from here forward, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So it's, I hear all the time that maintenance, 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 that's what wins races. Like, obviously you got to be a driver, but most everybody at your level of experience is a driver. Like you would have, you, if you couldn't drive, you would have stopped racing a long time ago. Maintenance right. is what makes the difference. Zach Benson was my last guest who is absolutely tearing up the Midwest mods right now. And, and he's like, it's maintenance. It's making sure the car is exactly the same every single time it hits the track. And so it is, uh, that's important. It's very important. It's, it is number one deal between maintenance and just paying attention. I, so many guys have asked me throughout the years, like, what's the secret or what, what is it? You know, they think it's some one thing and it's not, it's all the little things and yeah. paying attention all the little things and making sure you're doing all the same things and watching and looking and paying attention to everything because the little thing can go wrong and, and actually you know it can snowball and before you know it you're 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 not doing anything you're That's not exactly doing right yep one little uh this happened to a, a, a an acquaintance friend of mine and like his his right front shock is bent that far yep. like it like can't notice it like you look at it and you're like that's good yep that's good like everything's good and and they would make changes upon changes upon changes and nothing did what it was supposed to do when you make that change. And, and somebody finally noticed that shaft is just, just a little bit, but it doesn't travel the way that it's supposed to. Nope. And, and all of a sudden your setup is freaking out to lunch. Out to lunch. If the guy don't have a shock dial to build compare uh, curves and stuff like that, or, you know, it is hard to see sometimes. Yeah. You know, yep. So I can see exactly what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. So let's talk. Um, first off, let's get to know it's Jim Gullickson. Uh, I don't know. Like I call you Jim on the microphone every now and then. Sometimes I call you Jimmy. What, what, what is, what is your first name? Well, my real name's James, but we're yeah. not going to go. <laughs> I think it seems, I don't know what it is. I'm the youngest of the family. So it's always been Jimmy. It seems like my wife calls me Jimmy. It seems like even guys that worked at, you know, I started a new job here a couple of years back. And at first it was Jim. 
Jim, Jim. And then it's next, you know, hey, Jimmy, you know, they're all just so I feel like the Jimmy seems to roll off the tongue easier yeah. for most people. And and I'm good with either. It don't matter to me. It's whatever you guys want to call me. I just, just not the, James, apparently. But not probably not James unless, yeah. you know, I'm in court or something. So I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> if we're in court or if it's your mom yelling at you, then then go ahead. It could be James. But yeah. Yeah. So um, no. Good, Jim. It don't matter. I'm not too, too too fussy, but it seems like Jimmy sticks a little bit more around. And than... yeah, yeah, you seem like a Jimmy. Yeah, yeah I'm fine exactly. with that. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, and then this is going to sound like an insulting uh, question, but where in the hell is now then Minnesota? <laughs> uh, basically, just north of Ramsey and just east of Elk River. Yeah, like, so I, I looked little... it up, so I knew it's like it is it's... right. It's far it's north just, metro but it's it sounds yeah. like a place that's like uh uh two bars and one church am i right it's close to that it's two <laughs> bars it's a uh a, a gas station and uh yeah i mean it's it's a cute little town it's not a ton to do there or anything like that but it's it's kind of got that feel of still being like out in the sticks kind of yeah. you know i'm saying out on the edge but yet you're still close to everything that's what we loved about this spot was like I can get in the car and run to Menards or run to town quick. And I'm only yeah. five, 10 minutes drive, but yet you step outside and you got, you know, it's a lot of these lots up here, are five acre lots, minimum stuff like that. So it's, I like that feel of it where you have a little room and, and uh, right. everybody's not each other, but yet you're not, not when you're, 40. And you're tuning on the car at uh, midnight or one in the morning. The the neighbor isn't coming over yelling at you. Not, not yet, but I, I will say I, I've been pretty good at this house. I, I haven't done it. I haven't had to do a ton of that in the middle of the night or anything like that. Um, I did have it up and down the, down Ba, which is one of the main roads out by us. And uh, it kind of connects 22 to one of the main roads that goes into Elk River. And uh, that one, people were looking at me a little funny. And it was just like, <laughs> not going to drive all the way to the racetrack without at least getting a rip down the road to make yeah, sure. Yeah, you got to make sure everything turns, do this. Right. Yeah, everything exactly. Do what it's supposed to do, you know, especially after building a brand new car. I was like, let's go shake this thing down quick. So, and I did it a couple too many times at my last house, which was in Zimmerman. And uh, before I knew it, I had the sheriff there. So I was like, and, and he a, was cool, but he's like, there's somebody that doesn't like it. I'm like, okay. So I had a, a super similar situation where I used to ice race. And so in the, in the winter time, we, we, you know, tuning on the car, you know, maybe I don't remember the scenario, but maybe something got racked and we're fixing it. And, and I took it up the driveway and turned down the road and went up through the gears and went by the neighbor's house, probably doing 70 and, <laughs> and, uh, on a, and I live on a 30 mile an hour road. So it's probably sure. too, and it, in the winter and yeah. uh, went down, turned around and come back. And when I, when I came back, he was at the end of his driveway with a winter shovel like cocked like a baseball bat like he was gonna swing it at me and uh and it's i stopped you know shifted down stopped and yeah. i'm like yeah i'm sorry and he's like i called the cops you're on your way and i'm like well i'm i'm up here on the left just have him stop by no problem and uh i'm like i'll be sure to lock the thing up and go to bed quick <laughs> exactly yeah, exactly and so but we we made up later on but yeah you gotta well, be you got to be a little careful. So you do. I mean, you can't, I mean, they probably wouldn't complain too much. Most of the neighbors all know what goes on with the race and stuff like that, but I try to be respectable as you can, you know, yeah. probably the only thing probably bitch about now is when I'm out working late and I got the radio cranked up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, Which uh, is some people like that. Some people hate that, but yeah. Well, shut your window so if you want to. <laughs> you're uh, you're 43 years old right now. Correct. Yeah. 43. Awesome. 
And uh, when did, like, you've been racing a long time. I know. It's really starting to, like, I'm stopping to think about this. I'm like, holy shit, I think I've been doing this for, I think I started in 2000 in a, nah, pure stock kind of class at uh, St. Croix Falls, or, well, it was then Capella. Okay. And that was my first year, and then we went into a street stock the following year, and we won the national rookie of the year deal there, and then we kept progressing and getting better and then once my brother kind of stepped out of the way it allowed me to slide in there and have a good year in 2005 so yeah a good year you call that huh yeah it was fun the national championship is a good year yeah it was a good year it was a lot of fun i mean you know some guys some guys go through that experience and it could be very stressful and it becomes uh, almost like uh, a daunting like oh my god you know it it really can take a lot out of you or whatever we just went out and did it with just having fun. We went racing. We went and had fun after the races. We just, you know, I got into be a routine. Every, uh, the car was still at my dad's then, I think. Yeah, I was still up there. So I would go up there and wash it every Monday and, and get it on jack stands. And I had a, you know, a, a routine and just went through it. And we raced Friday, Saturday, Sundays. And, and we were fortunate enough to have that, uh, you know, tracks within an hour, three yeah. tracks, you know, yep. close by. And, uh, so it was, it was easy to crank out the shows and, uh, and we were just, like I said, just running well and having fun. So it was, it was, it, it was a good time. Like, it seems like you, I'm not going to say you can't do it that way anymore, but it seems like nobody does do it that way anymore. It would be a lot harder now. And, and I, I will tell you, um, get back into the streeters after we had about, or had a run there in 2016, 17, or if it was somewhere in that era, it's gotten a lot harder. Like harder. these yeah. guys that are all running are fast and the few rule changes they've made with these cars, which I'm all for have really equaled out the playing field a ton. Right. And, uh, it, it makes for some really good racing, I feel. And it, and it, it does, it ain't easy, man. Mm-hmm. You show yeah. up almost three, four, five of them that could win every single time yeah. we sign. I think it, the, the, there's not many classes that are, that aren't deep right now like there's there's so many classes but streeters in particular like you say there's i, I would put I, it higher than that jim i would i would put it at eight on 10 Sunday. people yeah you show up sundays and it's like geez are we having a special you know you look around and you got all the the big the top names and all the fast guys yeah. are there great i mean it makes for good race and all that stuff but it's it's not like i said back you know a few years back it wasn't as it wasn't as deep as that and so right. yeah yep so you know, i'm not trying anybody but it's just it was there was a lot there was less you know maybe less younger and and uh uh i don't know hungrier guys you know what i'm saying right. like so Does it make a difference you just said something that that puts a question into my head is is there is there a difference in the way 25 year old jimmy gullickson drives and the way 43 year old jimmy gullickson drives you know i <laughs> Is are you apprehensive to to Throw be it aggressive to to no I don't think I'm I think I'm still halfway aggressive definitely aggressive still but it's just um it's I'm not the only one you know what I mean like maybe back then there was I was one of the only aggressive ones well now there's four or five of them around you all the time yeah, yeah. so I'm sure getting older is probably you know playing into it some some point I like to think you're just getting smarter but at the same point. <laughs> you know you might not be as aggressive because you don't want it you're smarter because you don't want to work on so much you don't shit want to fix it. yeah exactly yeah yeah there's, so, 
there's uh I, I wonder about that because there's certain certain you know like there's in every other in and i call them stick and ball sports you know you you get the magic number is is late 30s 40 years old kind of thing and you lose a step i don't yep. you know that i i don't see why that would happen in a in a race car it's not your body it's no it's the six inches right here kind of a thing um and seat time is king seat time is is gonna make you faster than anything you can do yep. in my opinion yeah, I mean, experience is, is I, I mean, it's hard not to bring up like Shane. Shane, you, you watch him go out with something, and even if it isn't like the conditions aren't like the best or, or whatever, he always seems to somehow adapt to yeah. make it, to make it, to still make him fast and, yeah. and almost possible to beat all the time. So it's, it's, I feel like, you know, he's probably in his prime. So, I mean, and he's a little bit older than I am, I think. I don't even know, but, uh, He's been doing it a hell of a long time too. Right. I, mean, I remember he was back. I remember a, a time at the Wasota 100 at uh, Cedar Lake. He was all freaking out because his grandpa wasn't there yet, and he had to go through tech, and he he didn't pass something, and he was all spun up because he didn't know. You know, he was he was young, and he was all he was all worked up about what to do yeah. to get the ass tech or something like that. And his, his grand, I think it was his grandpa wasn't there yet, and I was just kind of come over there and I didn't know shit. So I'm like, hey, oh, maybe do this or that, you know, Let's do this. Yeah. Did you check the oil? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's, it's, um, I, I think you talk about Shane and his ability to adapt. And I, I think going back to the experience thing, Shane's not the only one that can do that. It's, it's the guys that have already been on this, whatever new track condition or, they've been on super dry slick and they've been on hammer down and they've been on rough and they've been on smooth and they've been on the yeah. combination of the two and they can yeah. see and feel and know because I've already done that a hundred freaking times, yeah. you know? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so I, there's, I, I think you're absolutely right. There's times you can pull on the racetrack and you, from experience, you can see what the surface looks like and you're like, okay, this is what it's going to be this like. what tonight. I got to do. Yeah. Yeah. But I got to night and know, know some of those things that you've, you know, either made mistakes or had, or had, uh, um, you know, success with. So yeah, I've heard it described as the, you know, in, in school, there was the janitor's key ring with, you know, it's 700 keys on it kind of thing. And yeah. I've heard it described that way that each, each one of those keys is a new doorway that you can unlock. Right. And you, you don't, you don't come in, you might have the ring, but there's only two keys on it. Like I know how to run the my hometown track as long as oh. it's prepared exactly the same as it was last week i know right. how to get around that track but then you start to travel a little bit and there's a different length track a different you know some tracks yeah. have curb around the inside some got tires some have no wall some have a concrete wall some have big cushion and deep clay some have yep. you know asphalt hard clay and yep. and you got to go run on them and get that new key to put on your key ring. So you know how to get through that doorway kind of thing. And that's, so that's a good way to, good way to describe it. But yeah. yeah, I mean, and I'm no professional like Shane, Shane can do that no matter where he goes. And and I might have a little bit upper hand on some of the younger guys, but uh, it's still, it is, it's in every different track, every different track scenario or, or configuration. And then the dirt plays such a bigger difference. You go out West and it's more black dirt. And then yeah. It, it does make a big difference on how the track either dries off or how well it holds moisture and just different things like that. So it, it does 
it does help to have some experience, you know, from, from seeing it and experience it in the past, but yep, uh, exactly. Some guys certainly seem to pick up with it and run right away. So right away. Exactly. Yep. I've made that point too. Um, when, when the big tours, USMTS or late model sprint cars, those guys come in and you watch single car qualifying, you know, they'll go out and run two laps, two hot laps. And yep. then typically they'll go to the infield and then they come out for single car qualifying. And and some local guy will sit on the pin or or run second to to Bobby Pierce in court. Sure. And you're like, are, are our guys that fast? And mm. and and then in the heat race, they come out and the, the guys that qualified 15th all of a sudden are running third. And then they come out in the feature and they, you know, the local guys finish 15th and all of the pro guys are up front because they've they've they got two they, laps to, to set yep. their car up for qualifying and then they made a little tweak or a big change yep. for, for the heat or, race and then they come out in the feature and it's perfect. Yep. Or just learning the track about, well, don't come out that high at four or stay, yeah. you know, little things that them guys pick up on extremely fast. And it's, it's crazy. I mean, but you know, same point, that's their job. They got to, they got to do it. So exactly. Yeah. That yeah. Big difference between $50,000 to win and $300 to win is, is, being able to tune fast <laughs> yep tune fast and adapt quickly and and uh yeah it's 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 they got a lot more riding on it you know between sponsors and expectations and stuff like yeah, that so yeah is there <laughs> like so you you ran streeters you were the the 2005 national champion when yeah. did you like did you quit in there at some point take no. a pause or you were always in them when when did you like switch to the supers so basically in 2005, we decided, you know, that we've done everything that we thought. We thought this was going to be a great idea to, you know, okay, let's move up, you know, because obviously that's always seems like the way the racing starts. It's going to progress. You know, you start somewhere and you slowly progress up to yeah. something that you can be proud of or or even whatever, you know. So there's a little and, ego involved in all that. What's that? There's a little ego involved in all yeah. that. Yeah. Obviously you want to you want to continue to show or think that you can show people that you have this talent and blah 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 but um i got in the supers and i jumped in head first and had a clue of what the hell i was doing um we managed to win the third night out in the super stocks at Sear lake which was like awesome but it was just one of them deals where you know the track was right the car was right and, yeah. and i had to drive the thing so but after that, we struggled a lot. We had a few wins here and there at Cedar Lake. We, you know, I used to live over that way in Force Lake, so we raced Cedar Lake. And Sundays would be, God, Sundays. I don't remember if we were doing anything on Sundays, but Fridays and Saturdays would be sometimes Princeton. But anyways, um, so I raced supers for a while there, and then it came to a point where I really couldn't, I, I couldn't hardly afford it anymore. And I happened to be working at a job, working at Caterpillar, and um, in what the hell is it? Maple Grove Osseo area. And I ran into this guy. I met this guy that worked there and his name was Bob Pelvit. And he had a streeter that he used to race. And, uh, and he had been kind of bouncing around a little bit with me with the super. And then I was kind of at a point where I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this thing or if I'm going to continue or whatever. He's like, you can race my streeter. I'm like, really? So he brought the car over. I went through a bunch of stuff, redid this, redid that. And, uh, we raced that and we had a ton of fun. So then we, we got back into that for a few years and then uh then i built a new car streeter and then we did that and then we got then it kind of came to a point where granite was going to drop streeters or they did yep. and we had had a really good year and we're like okay maybe now's the time to make that switch again and go back to supers and try it again 
And so we did that for, I don't know what it was, three or four years here. And it's just, I don't know if that class doesn't fit me or if I can't quite get it out of my mouth or what it needs. Or part of me sometimes feels like I, I don't get as much maybe help as some of the other guys do because they don't want to, we don't want to make them much faster because he'd be a bigger pain in our ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, that's anything to do with it. But there was just always something I was missing a little bit there. And I just, I could be, I could be fast sometimes and then sometimes not. And it's just inconsistency and, and then it starts to it becomes wearing on you when you're when you're passionate about racing and you want to do well. It, yeah. it becomes hard on on a guy because you're constantly trying to beat your head against the wall, trying to figure out how to get this thing to work better, and uh, and it it becomes more than just my problem. You know what I mean? Like it it can weigh on your family and things like For that. Sure. So, yeah. So, why don't we just go back to doing what we used to do and have fun? And it became, it comes a little bit easier. I have a little better understanding of the car and things like that. And it, it they're just a little simpler car to, to, there's not as much shit you can mess with. So it makes it a little easier. But um, like I said, it, it was kind of a uh, unexpected when I got into them, how close everybody is. And now, now you are looking for every last little thing to make them, to, to make your stuff a little bit better. So yep. It's still fun. I still have always liked the streeters. I started there and I'll finish there and um, I enjoy them. I, you know, I've, I've always done it. I've always had pretty good success at it. So it just seemed like a good fit to, to try to make it a little easier. You know, super stock, it seems like you gotta, you gotta work on them more. You gotta stay on top of the setup. You gotta make sure that things are right all the time. A streeter, I, I kind of think how oh, it used to be, and I haven't quite proved this yet, but seems like you know you get them good and you could you can leave it a little bit you know you don't have to be constantly um tweaking and and right. search and all that stuff so then it felt like maybe i would have a little bit more time but man this year has not been it we've started with just some some poor luck some bad just crappy wrong place wrong time whatever you want to say yeah. and uh it's been a struggle but um i've had some good runs and had a lot of dnfs this year and um, that's why I'm kind of excited to get, you know, gets this thing kind of redirected in the right direction and go to Ogilvy for three nights in a row and try to, hopefully the weather cooperates and get some, get some good finishes in and just right. thin. So there's uh it, like hitting the reset button. Like there's, there comes, I, I had a conversation with another racer that was kind of the same thing. He's brand new racer. Like this is his first season on clay and is just struggling like it, 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 it and not struggling to finish well struggling to finish like just right. mechanical issues uh you know a couple like you say wrong place wrong time not necessarily his fault but you're you're the victim of somebody else's problem and yep. and uh so and just it took him six weeks to see a checkered flag and so so all of a sudden an 11th place finish was like Yes. you know yeah. that i finished a race and i'm excited yeah. about that and sometimes you just need to like go all the way back and go okay i i don't give a rip where i finish i want to finish and then yeah. i want tomorrow i want to get in the car and have it do the same stuff it's doing today and right. then i'll start making some adjustments to get it faster kind of a thing and you yep. have to every now and then figure that out you know and you got it it's a is your car brand new this year yeah i yeah. just built it so it's it's a little bit of a learning curve you know you kind of go back to what you used to know and what worked and was kind of started with that and uh actually reached out to my brother dan this week and he kind of he watched it on video and he's like dude you gotta you gotta change this you need to change that so that's kind of 
with him and I and more him telling me and, and that's and more obviously I me realizing it after racing on a very dry track last weekend that I'm yeah. like, okay, we need to make a swing here and do something. And it hasn't been bad at Ogilvy, but it's, you know, it, conditions have been a little bit more favorable for maybe how the car was working. So sure. uh, trying to make the car a little bit more, um, I don't know, adjustable or, or I'd rather almost be struggling on the, on the, tacky shit and not to dry stuff so yeah I'd for rather sure yeah have that problem yeah. then tacky stuff you can you can change your driving style a little bit and, and make up for of, it. a lot of that you can you you can you can fix that between the seat and the steering wheel sometimes uh, how you drive the car and uh when it's dry man you're a fish out of water and in the car is bad it sucks you're just out there hanging off for dear life and yeah. uh hoping you don't get run over or or lose as many positions as minimum you know the, the so, thing is, uh, just so you know, from from where I get to watch the races from, it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we faded back a little bit last weekend, and uh, and I find myself running back there. I'm like, well, at least I'm kind of the same speed as him. I'm like, it's not, you know, he probably wasn't having a great night either. But everybody, yeah, slicker than what we than we've been on all year, and it's just been kind of the way it's been, and it's just been a weird year for me. I just. I've never ever had this many problems between a power steering belt breaking in the in a opening laps of a race. It's like really, I mean, to uh, you know, just uh, just bad luck. Like yeah. I said, wrong place, wrong time. Just, just. I mean, there was a section in the, of time there where we were only had like six races in, and we only finished two. So it was <laughs> like that's ah. it, it's demoralizing. It's hard. It's yeah. like my. Yeah. On, you know, there's so. also this you correct me if i'm wrong but there's this sort of i don't know if it's a mental block or if it's a if it's a mental hurdle or whatever it is it's something up here in this space between your ears right when you you pull up to the gate for the pits and they bring the ipad out and they show you your pill there's been a lot of yeah. there's something about that exact moment that sets the tone for the rest of yeah. the night yeah, yeah, I had sub several of those. I pull in and pull just garbage numbers, and I'm like, "What in the hell?" And I mean, it just continues. Last weekend, I started in the bus, and I'm like, and I went up to I forget his name there that does the draw there at Granite, and I'm just Andrew. like, "Okay, yeah." So I go, well, "We're gonna it's positive." I tried this at Ogilvy, and it worked out. I'm like, "Positive, we're gonna think positive here. We're gonna get low numbers, blah blah blah." And so he says to me, he goes, well, I guess we have to do that in a, it must be, have to be in a building to kind of keep it all in here. It says, I saw the next time <laughs> I are going in that little shack to draw that. Exactly. Number. We're going to, we're, I'm bringing a tent. We're going to go in there. Yeah. That's I'm funny. Just like, it's just been one of them deals where it's just been tough draws and, and uh, just mistakes, uh, partly on my behalf, partly on uncontrollable stuff, just yeah. where it's just been like one of them years where it's just been like, my God. I ain't had this many DNFs in my life. It seems yeah. like it'll but, come though. Like that's, it's the thing is you, you can, you keep doing the right things again and again and again. And the yep. and good things have to happen. And that's just the way that's, it is. And I, you know, my wife and I've had this conversation she's like, Jesus, you know, you're, you're just hemorrhaging money. It seems like, and I'm just like, well, here's the deal. I mean, when things get shitty, you got to keep pushing through. Yep. You can't just, stop and quit or whatever like and you know you just got to get through it and knowing that it has to get better i mean it can't continue can't continue shitty forever so right right you'd so, like to think that 
maybe on the right time of year, we'll, we'll have some good luck. So yeah, maybe, maybe the pendulum swings over at the end of yeah. the year when there is big money races, then yeah. that, then that makes that's, you'd rather be good then. Yeah, no. And that's, sure. that's why I, I, uh, I, I figured I better pick up the phone and reach out for a little help. And, uh, he watched it and it was just like, dude, don't take this the wrong way, but man, <laughs> he's like, out to lunch, did. Yeah. yeah. So let's, so you brought up your brother. You've talked about him a couple times. Your your brother is Dan Gullickson, who yeah. is as as equal. Who's better? I guess is that oh, he, he's better. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, he he seems like he gets a chip on his shoulder if if I start doing well sometimes. But it's like in my mind, I'm like I never would want to go toe to toe. I'm pretty sure he'd beat. I mean, we raced side by side in supers, yeah. and I um, just because I was in maybe a preferred line or something like that, but. He's, I think he's, he's probably a better, I know he's a better driver. And the biggest thing about Dan is he's very good at uh, chassis, chassis setup. The guy is like, he keeps learning and it's like, and he was bringing some stuff up to me and I'm like, oh shit. Like I kind of knew about that, but totally forgot about it, you know? Yeah. So he's really good at all that stuff. And, uh, and I don't see him quitting racing forever. I think he'll be back at some point, but we'll see. There and is then I'm, some... I have well, another brother, Chris, as well, that is – see, that's the thing that made it really, I wouldn't say easy for me, but it was definitely a, a, a massive uh, benefit was I have really good resources between my brother Dan and my brother Chris. They both – between them two, it's like – and both have – if you have them in your corners, you're it's it's pretty tough to uh, – you know what I mean? It's 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 definitely a benefit. So. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the – all things being equal, you're already starting out uh, ahead a little bit, kind little of. Bit. Yeah, I yeah. like to think. Oh, so, yeah, but it doesn't feel like it this year. But <laughs> <laughs> well, if if Dan just now is watching videos and and critiquing and and suggesting, maybe maybe that pendulum will start to swing the other direction yeah. for you. Well, I think what he's talking about is something that you know I I I, I didn't wasn't thinking of and wasn't realizing that sometimes it takes someone else to call you out and say, dude, you, you're, you're, you're not doing this. This is not happening, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, yeah you're absolutely right. Uh, now that I think about it and, and, and watch it, it's like, yeah. So we're going to, that's kind of what the whole reset is this weekend to try to get some things back in the right direction. And like I said, it hasn't been terrible at Ogilvy, but the conditions have been a little bit more favorable for maybe a car that isn't the best, but it isn't uh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Whenever you're, and, whenever it's tacky, you know, for people that are watching this that aren't racetrack savvy, tacky, grippy, tacky, yep. grippy, heavy, they're all the same. They all mean the same yep. thing. Are yep. They're way easier to drive. Like, they're, you, your car doesn't have to be good. doesn't have it, to be perfect. I, it doesn't have to be great. Your car has to be good, good uh, but, not. but it doesn't have to be great. Whereas when you get on, uh, Jimmy's is referenced a real slick track at the track where I announced that last Sunday, it got like glass smooth and it, it was, it was it actually free. I'll and, be honest. If it, if my car didn't work that well, it would have worked better. That track was awesome. Yeah, it for was, sure. The guy rolling the middle and making it work. And they were two lanes. I mean, it, I give them guys props that track will be really good. It's just, uh, you were so used to the opposite for the longest yeah. time. Yep. It was and then we knew getting into that day that it was going to be a struggle because with that wind and sun, it was windy and hot. Yep. It was ninety degrees and a yep. fifteen mile an hour wind. It wasn't going yep. to be. It certainly yeah. wasn't going to be wet. That's for damn sure. Oh, no, and if it was, it was going to be very short lived. Yeah, yeah. So and anyway, so, I like I said, it, my biggest thing that I that I can have to pay you know forward to with with racing is that I've I've had really good resources throughout my career to uh, to be able to have help. And, uh, 
and I'm thankful for that. That's for sure. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. So, okay. So we do this thing on the show called the yourmth.com rapid fire questions. Kind of a, a it's a, it's meant to be fun and light kind yeah. of a thing. Every now and then it gets pretty deep and heavy, but uh, for the most part, it's it's dumb questions that don't mean anything to anyone. Uh, and that's it's time to do that. So it's the yourmth.com rapid fire questions. Huge, huge thank you to to Minnesota Trek headquarters. That's their website. If anyone listening is listening, you know has has a car that needs to be replaced, a truck, a commercial truck. A sports car. I've always wanted to have a Corvette. They've got it. Like it's, they've got so many, like I think upwards of a thousand cars available. It's, it's crazy. So um, go to that website, find your next car, yourmth.com. So five questions, Jim, that may or may not have to do with racing. Yeah. So here we go. So, um, and now I wrote these. I wrote these questions just because there's been some current events that I promise you I wrote these questions like this section right here. I wrote last week. Okay. So uh, question number one, what pisses you off instantly? What there's something that every guy has that instantly takes you from, from a two to a 98 on the pissed off scale what is it oh shit i mean i'd like i feel like i gotta stop and think like which one is it (laughs) (laughs) i don't know um i don't you know like i can't even um i i feel like i should be taught it should be something to do with racing but it's like at the same point it doesn't have to be not at all um God, I'm just like, let's come back to that one. Let's keep us. Let's, okay. let's go. I'll, I'll I, give you an I, example I, in Kyle's life. It's when, when someone's, I've, I've been an announcer for as long as you've been a race car driver. And, and when someone stands next to me and tells me how to announce <laughs> instant and I'm a ginger dude, like it's, yeah. I am as chill as it gets until I'm not. And then <laughs> it's, it's instant to a hundred yeah. on the pissed off scale and yeah. just, don't don't put words in my mouth. I'll I'm good at it. I'll get it out. So, right. Yeah, yeah. I, something will pop up. I just I for right now I can't like for some reason I'm I don't know if I'm feel like I'm putting the spot about it or not, but like it'll I'll come up with something for you. Yeah, just there's look. there's something in there. So well, I can there's 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 probably several. I'm just trying to make sure it's a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. So right. uh, question number two then is is Jimmy Gullickson a rebel or is he kind of a follow the rules kind of a guy like in uh, life? In life, no, I'm a rebel. I, I rules are, I mean, a lot of rules I look at, they're dumb. I mean, I'm just like, you know, I mean, it's like my, here's a perfect example for you. My daughter loves the four wheelers. We have like a, you know, a sportsman 450 or whatever the hell it is. And we, sure. I get all the time. Now she's getting to the point where she likes to run the controls and I just sit back and I, I got the foot brake just in case kind of yeah. thing, you know. And she's five and a half and she's the other day we're riding down the road and we go, we go to the gas station and get some, you know, whatever, some, some snacks, or we have a few rounds that we make. And she, the other day she's like, daddy, we're breaking the rules. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, look right there. You're not supposed to have any passengers. You're not supposed to ride in the road. You're not supposed to do this. I go, I go, Reese, I go, look at this. And I reached down and I grabbed the sticker and I peeled it off. <laughs> I just go, don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> like, new rules. 
that shit's on there just to cover their ass in case someone gets in, gets hurt, you know? Exactly. And she understand all of that. She's only, you know, almost six or whatever, but uh, I'm just like, no, I'm more of a, I'm more of a screw the rules. I yeah. mean, don't be wrong. Some of them you, you gotta follow and you gotta be legit, but a lot of the stuff, it's like, you're going to push it or it's like, nah, no, yeah. I, I just, I don't do well with that rule thing. Sometimes my kids, my kids have this thing. It's um, parking is a big deal for me. Like there's, I can always find a parking spot, like uh, never not find good parking. I and, exactly. Uh, yeah, I call you it know what I'm talking about, right? Creative parking is what I call it. Yes. And, <laughs> and like, we'll pull into an event and, and my kids will go, Oh yeah, the rules don't apply to Kyle Hall. He can do what he <laughs> wants. And I'm like, got it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. They're learning. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll, I'll find you a spot. Don't you worry. You think we can't park somewhere? I'll find a spot. We'll find a spot. Exactly. It's this or it's that. You can't park. Why can't I? I just did. Yeah. We're going to have to put it in low four to get out of the <laughs> parking spot, but we're in a parking spot. Let's hope it doesn't rain while we're gone. <laughs> exactly. yeah. uh, what is a successful night at the racetrack for the 21? Oh, successful night for me is going Obviously, I want to win. Everybody wants to win. If you don't want to win, then you shouldn't be racing. But right, right. The win is ultimately number one. For for two would be, I mean, but to win comes with you know it comes with all these things. And I'm trying to say is just to have a a good night. Whether you go forward, you pass cars, and you don't tear shit up because yeah. the last thing I'm go home and have to pound in and fix this and replace that and like well yeah but I finished second but it's like yeah. well kind of dead what but it's, cost yeah yeah we we talked about it before we put the cameras on is is there's there's here's here's the car is the car is ready to go is is right here and when and when you go out on a saturday night and you bring the car way back here and you have to spend all day sunday getting it back to here well then you can't you can't make any improvements to the car you're always starting with the same car and and it'd yep. be nice to just have it here it goes to here, like we put new tires on it and it's here again. And now we can tune on the car. We can improve the car. Whereas yep. you're not taking the sides off and, and putting new shocks on and new rims on and, and yep. you're spending that's all of your tuning time I, fixing. Yeah, that's one of the biggest thing that hurts the most is when you get a flat tire or a rim wrecked or whatever. Because it's like, now I ain't shitting you. It, each corner between a tire and a rim, it's almost 300 bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you go buy a, a good Bassett inertia wheel, which is, you know, I think is a good wheel, it's $125. And what's the tire cost now? A buck right. and a half, yeah. roughly. Yep. You're at $275. We'll throw you $25 in a case of beer because you're pissed. So, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, a, a case of antidepressants. And <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's like that hurts the worst because it's like, oh, man, you know, because it's like, it's, when it seems like when it rains, it pours, like I said, and when, when things are going bad and you, you wreck more shit and before you know it, you're like, oh, how am I going to pay for this? You know? Yeah. Yep. No, so. it's, it's, uh, uh, I, I, the reason I, I specifically is because you have a successful night in 20, you know, 2005 on the way to the national championship, I would say is probably different than a successful night in 2023. Right. Oh yeah. 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 Back then, we just expected to win every single night. Yeah. And if so, you didn't, if if you ran third, shit night today. Yeah, but the, yeah, but the funny thing was is I don't remember that like 
get down. Like I know exactly what you're saying. When when you're when you're running really good and you get third, you feel like you're like left little on the yeah. table. Yeah, I got third. You know, yeah. it's like kind of feel like inadequate. Yeah, and I don't remember a lot of that, but now I feel like it's it's a lot harder, man. It's a lot harder, and third's not so bad anymore. But right, exactly, yeah, and so. At least in the in the decent money is third, whereas you know, like you say, just mentally it's different. And so, and it's again before we turn the cameras on, we talked about you get to a certain age where you, you just don't want to fix it every damn night anymore. You know, gets old real quick. Yeah, and yeah. When you got to when you got to spend all that time and effort to go just to get yourself back up to where you were before you went to the racetrack, and now there's no either time or money or both to, to improve. Or improve so it's yeah it's not ideal i guess as you get older i think that becomes definitely more prevalent you know for sure for sure so. uh question number four of the yourmth.com questions is any collections does jimmy gullickson collect anything is there a rock collection <laughs> nascar die casts is there just collects trophies no. i got some trophies in the garage but i'm getting to the point where i'm like some things ain't nothing but a dust collecting a cobweb mess i'm just like but no i and i and i've actually already told myself if i ever get a win which god i thought i'd be there already this year um i used to get my brother dan actually started this we give our trophies away yeah go to the cloud and give them to the kid and uh i want to do the same thing yep but same point i was like well i gotta make sure i don't piss my little kid off so (laughs) you know what i mean I got maybe have to keep one for her, the first one. And then after that, I'll, I'll we'll give them away. Exactly. Yeah. Nope. You gotta, I was always the same way that if, if you were lucky enough to get two wins, I kept one and then the, the rest of them, I could care less if it's a, it's plastic. Yeah. It, it does, I, yeah. I, ultimately, no, I don't have any collections of anything, which I don't, maybe is strange, but to me, it's not like, I don't, yeah, I don't have anything that I'm like, Ooh, I gotta have that because yeah. it's, no, nothing. No collections here. Okay. Sorry. Uh, last, Sorry. yeah, no, it, some people don't like it, it's collecting things takes some time. And if you're a race car driver, you don't have a lot of time. Like your time is collecting wins, you know? Well, and so collecting time to get out and get working on your stuff. When, yeah. when you have job and work and everything else, it's a big balance that you try to balance, which, you know, the others don't, maybe don't think you balance it well, but as me, as a person doing it, you're trying to, trying to do it all trying to appease everybody and it's and right. that's where i find garage too late a lot but uh the other the other thing is collections all depending on what you collect collections cost money and and race car <laughs> driver don't have none of that typically so <laughs> no no uh, i like rocks like i behind me in my office here i i have like when i go on a vacation i'm bringing a rock home from the beach or from you know, you uh, go to Lake Superior, like, and it's, it's just a, it's something from that area that I can look at later on and go, yep, that's well, right. I got that rock. Or it strikes up a memory of something that you did right. up there that, you know, no, I exactly. Could. Yep. So, you know what you could do? This is this, I just, you could go get a little bit of clay out of each track that you race at, put it in a little jar and there's your collection. Like, yep, that, there's Ogilvy, there's granite, that, there's, there's next year's granite. There's... <laughs> I just want to get out west more and race. I want. I've never really been out there. The furthest I think out I've been is to Madison, and uh, I want to get out in the Dakotas and race a few times. Yeah, and casino, try, yeah, yeah, try, on, yeah. You know, I think if I keep doing this, I'll, I'll. It'll be more. 
it'll be easier to maybe try to do that stuff a little bit down the road. Yep. Yep. There's a lot of guys that have the weekly racing thing is, is not what they do anymore. They just travel. And and like you say, just check off the map of, oh. you know, I want to get to all the Minnesota racetracks or I'm going to get, here's, here's five tracks that I'm going to get to this year that I've never right. been to kind of a thing, you know? And yeah. uh, with the, with the money that Granite city put up for, for year end awards this year, it's tough to not be a weekly racer at Granite city, but but uh, not everyone wants that. So no, and and I'd like racing. You know, it's nice to be able to stay close to home. And I, and definitely right now, I mean, I'm much appreciative for what they've done. I mean, it's it's been it's awesome to get that extra money for just even a heat race win a and heat race, yeah, or hard charger. Yep. Yeah. So yep. it's, I like it. But uh... so last question is. Uh, what would people be surprised to know about Jimmy Gullickson? I'm bald. No, <laughs> the helmet fits good. Is what? No, <laughs> no, everybody it, knows do that. You, are bald. are you bald or do you shave? No, I shave. I, I have a little bit in the back, and I'm kind of scruffy right now. But I, uh, I, uh, I've been bald since shit. I was 24 years old, somewhere really? in there. Really? Yeah. yeah. Huh? It's I'm a stressful, kind of, a stressful young life you've lived. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. No, it's uh it's it is what it is, and I try to make up for it with personality. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> that's that's the best. That's uh, all you and some Boy. people want the bald. Like some people like are yeah. on purpose, they shave it, you yeah. know, even though they have hair. So no, uh something that people don't know about me. Um I don't know. I'm stuck on that one too. Like um bald is pretty good. I didn't know that because if people see, like I'm sure you never don't have a hat on actually in the summertime a lot of times in the, in the pits all i i like to try to get a, a tan on otherwise it looks uh, like you got gets burnt yeah well i mean that and i like to get a tan on just because otherwise you pull your hat off in the middle of summer and you look like oh my god you know it's like, and the you look sun. like kyle yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh i don't know that's that's a pretty that there's a lot of people that know that and a lot of people give me shit about it too which i'm i i laugh it off it don't whatever me, exactly know. yeah you that's, get why so used the, to that's why the roof on your car is round because it's it's supposed yeah. to look like your head, right? It's yeah. like my right, right. <laughs> no, I don't guess I don't have a definitive answer there. I just uh God, I don't know. Yeah. Kind of a struggle bus in that one. Yeah, that's all right. Did did one pop into your head about what instantly makes you mad? Hmm. Um I don't know. I mean Obviously, when you get dirtied on the track, that always pisses you off. Yeah. I mean, some stuff's a racing deal. Some stuff's, like, avoidable. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I mean, but uh, that's I always that. it depends on if you're given or taken. The, yeah. Whether it's just a racing deal or whether it was dirty. <laughs> right. I, I feel like lately, the reason why I, maybe I get more upset about it is just because of the bad luck we've had. And then you put that on top of it. Compounding like, the frustration. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Jeez, yep. Christ, I can't do anything here to, to, to get a, you know, get a decent night. So yeah. I think that's, I think that's probably, that's definitely one of them lately. That's for sure. Perfect. So but it's going to turn. I just keep telling myself, we just got to keep working hard and keep plugging away and it, it'll get, we'll if get you, there. If you keep doing the right things, good things will happen for sure. Yeah. So it'll be, we'll get there. Okay. Last, like last cool. segment of the show is the ECS pay it forward question. So that's East Central Sports. Mac Johnston down there in, in uh, North Branch, I think is where he is, Cambridge, like kind of that yep. western part or eastern part of the state. 
um, sells these wicked awesome SSR pit bikes and thump star, like all these really cool and golf cart. He's got like all of the, the fun stuff he's got in there. And so uh, he and I are giving away. I don't know if by the time we, we air this show, if we will have given away the bike yet. Um, or if the, 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 the board we're we're selling tickets or selling spots on a football board. And as soon as that thing's full, we'll, we'll move on and give it away. So someone's getting a brand new SSR 125 pit bike. And so, um, yeah, it's going to be fun. Tickets are available or spots. It's not a ticket. It's a spot. So we'll talk after we hang up here, but, um, so what this is, uh, Jim is, is my last guest asks you a question my you're going to ask my next guest a question and so my last guest was zach benson i mentioned earlier is zach benson the the 17b in the midwest modifieds his question for you was and we've kind of talked about a little bit is what are you willing to do to move forward in a race (laughs) well i mean there's always the bump and run kind of thing i mean it all depends if if you're straight up faster than a guy I, I remember this back in the day and a guy gave told me these words and he was like, if you, if you dirty them and you drive off on them, it's not a big deal. But if you dirty them and they dirt, it can get back to you. You, you know what I mean? Like you it's shouldn't fair. Dirty them. Right. Yeah. But if someone's holding you up and you got to move them a little bit or loosen them up or whatever to get through them or get by, especially paint on track conditions and, and race scenarios, shit like that. But uh, I mean, to what extent? Yeah. I mean, you, you give them a little shove, you give them a little fender, you do what you got to do to, to get it through there. But yeah. uh, all depends on the scenario. And I, it seems like I find as the older I get to maybe the, I don't know if I want to say smarter, but I'm, I don't want to ruin my stuff and I don't want to ruin someone else's stuff. So yeah. you try, I don't know, respectable, I guess, as you can, but it's not always easy. I mean, I just remembered last weekend when I was, I went to the bottom, went too low at Ogilvy and it was still slimy and I, turn and the thing just didn't turn it just went from turning to not turning and i yeah. off of thomas worth and i'm like sorry <laughs> i'm like yeah. even intentional give him a little you know? wave yeah i'm sorry man so but so yeah, are I'm, you are you a guy that is is out of the car and walking over to his pit to say sorry are, are you that guy uh it depends like it depends how bad it was because sometimes uh i feel like it's best to let shit cool down Cause the worst thing, the last thing you want to do is turn around and see the guy in your face. Yeah. Cause uh, there's, there's a time for it. So I'm trying to say, I do think that something needs to be said, but uh, sometimes in the heat of the moment or right after the race is, is not a good time because yeah. yep. they're running high and you're, you're just coming down from that, you know, that rush, whatever you want to say. So it can, can quickly go the wrong way. Maybe, you know, for sure. But yep. I, definitely I need to learn that lesson. I need yeah. to learn that lesson because I'm typically oh. like halfway out of the car before it stops moving on my way to somebody else's pit. If, if I, for both reasons, if, if I've unintentionally caused you harm, I want to go apologize. And if I think you intentionally caused me harm, I got to have words with you right yeah. now. <laughs> right. It's the, gym. And I, I've been guilty of both. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just be, um, sometimes you, you feel like, only thing that's going to put it like to rest on your own self is to go address it to get it out exactly and i've had that where my wife i went and screamed at somebody about something and i come back in the four-wheeler and i'm like she's like do you feel better i'm like i'm like yeah i do what's what's (laughs) worse what's worse for me is when you get back and the wife or the kid or 
your your pit crew guy goes, you know, that was the whole thing was your fault. Like we watched it and that was on you. And you're like, what? Like there's, and they're like, yeah, this and this and this. And you're like, yeah, uh, yeah you're yeah. probably right. Yeah. <laughs> Just go back for a ride again and find that guy. Yeah, exactly. So no, I definitely will, will definitely give you my opinion. Um, so maybe sometimes too soon, but if I like, I also said though, sometimes if, if I'm the one that did something wrong, I, I want to go out confronted yeah but i think it's better to do it a little bit Later. down the road yep yeah yeah because yeah. can get go the wrong way or could go the wrong way you know um in the heat of the moment yep for sure for sure wise words probably uh so the next guest my next guest is is a name that i know but i don't know the guy at all i'm looking really forward to it because we've i've never said words to him ever uh i've announced a couple of his races but uh adam ayat do you know adam oh, yeah, yeah so I know. I've, I've never met adam we've never exchanged words other than other than texting back and forth a little bit now and so i'm excited to have him on the show and get to know him a little bit but what would your what would your question for adam be oh man um i don't know i guess i don't really have a question for him but i will say the kids really turned out to be a pretty good driver like yeah I remember, I remember racing over there with them guys um, when he first started, and I looked at him like he ain't got a clue. And now, from where he was then to where he is now, he's he's come a long way, and he's he's, he's doing a hell. Of a job. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, for sure. But no questions. I'm trying to give a good question it's though. It's called I'm, the pay it forward question, Jim. No, I'm trying to think. You put me on the spot here, and I'm failing miserably. Uh, <laughs> Uh, does your dad still buy all your tires? Great question. See, you're you're right there. Um, He's yeah. gonna hate that because I know his dad helps him out a ton, but um, I'm just curious because if he does, I want some. Yeah, it's it. We're looking for an AOT sponsorship on the 21 Street, <laughs> the Midwest Midwest Drywall. That's his dad's deal. There you go. Perfect. No, they're good. They're good family and good guys. And I've I've raced against his dad and raced against Adam and. And I don't know the other ones that well, but uh, they're all good, good, good guys. Yeah, they're great from the outside looking anyways. They seem like a great racing family and and uh, he's eager to be on the show, which I like. And and I'm excited to to kind of meet. It's 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 the best part about doing this show, Jim, is I get to meet all these cool drivers that yeah. I would ordinarily never get to know. So it, it, yeah, I still have a hard time putting a face with the name sometimes and and this would help especially for a guy like yourself announcing yeah you know, for sure yep a, lot, um, a little more clarity and things and can make it maybe more fun you know yeah, what I'm saying? for sure it's that's part of why i do it is because i get to know the people that i'm yep. i'm announcing uh right. but also it's there's a desire i hope that fans watch the show that that spectators watch the show with with the the idea of getting to know Jim Gullickson better. Like he's just a 21 streeter and maybe, yeah. maybe you passed my favorite driver or maybe my favorite driver passed you. And so I don't like you, but then I, I meet you on after the checkers show with Kyle Hall and you're like, that dude's just like me, man. Like I'm bald too. And, like, yeah. and you get a new favorite driver and they tell their friend it's that's, it's the whole, let's get yeah. to know people after yeah. the checkers at, you know, with the helmets off and in, in their own environment kind of a thing. So it's uh, that's the whole reason for the show. I think it's an awesome deal. I'm glad you asked and happy to be here. Absolutely, man. So thank you very much for being here on the show. 
And that's yep. uh, Jimmy Gullickson, everybody, the 21 street stock guy on After yep. the Checkers. All right. Thank you.